Well, let's start the show by picking up the subject, but fear not, we'll be dropping it at some point multiple times over the next two hours. That is Gay Alley right there, Straight Kevin right here, and you guys, however you identify, 833-77-CALL-Q. Thanks for checking out the show. Welcome new cities, welcome back, returning cities, and uh, welcome new countries. I believe today we just launched in uh, Lisbon, Portugal, so it's good to have you with us. (laughs) I'm just going to start making stuff Hola. up like that. I don't know what <laughs> no, the... No, no, that's not right. It's Do you por- speak Portuguese? It's Portuguese they speak, not Spanish, Allie. <laughs> yeah, um, but they're similar. Yes, they are similar. I learned uh, when I was in a brothel in Portugal. It was crazy <laughs> because... Say, less money. Uh, I was trying to negotiate. Uh, no, what I did learn, and I did it through pictures, I was just sketching <laughs> stick figures, having sex. <laughs> And then a dollar sign with a cross through it. I thought they knew what I meant. Um, no, I was at a brothel. Not I was not partaking. It was actually something we didn't... A lot of people had recommended we went to this place in Portugal. They said it was a really fun bar. And when you walked into it, it looked like a bar. The difference, the only difference was that everyone who was... All of the females that were at the bar that were, you know, just you thought they were doing everything, having drinks and dancing. Apparently, all of them were... Um, were prostitutes. I didn't know that at the time. The language barrier was a, a bit misleading. I understand why the place was so popular, and I thought I was having um, hitting it off with this girl, even though I didn't speak. That is, I, yeah, that is an interesting uh, turn of events when you don't know that you're at a bar like that, and yes. you just think everyone's really interested in you. I couldn't believe. I was like, wow, I'm, I'm I love that. Portugal. I'm going to move here. I said, uh, apparently, English has not been good to me my entire life because <laughs> now they don't know what I'm saying, but they are hanging on every broken word. So they were speaking. They were speaking Portuguese. I was trying to speak English. We didn't understand each other, but the one thing we both could do is speak broken Spanish. Mm-hmm, yeah. So that was how we were communicating <laughs> through very bad Spanish. And uh, and then at some point, I asked someone, my friend who knew a lot more Spanish than I did, what a phrase meant. And he goes, oh, she said it's $300 to have sex with her. <laughs> That's so overpriced. And I was like, uh, like tell- Those are American prices. And I was like, tell her $150. We'll t- no. <laughs> Uh, but well, it was a fun, regardless, it was a fun time. I left there with no sex, but um, very, uh, I'll tell you, the drinks, I want to say I had a few beers. It was like $6. So the drinks were underpriced. The sex was overpriced. Well, that's fine. I, I just, I think it's very interesting that when people go to foreign countries, they suddenly think it's okay to go to just straight up brothels. Or when we were in Thailand for my honeymoon, going to ping pong shows and seeing people, uh, uh slingshot things out of their body parts mm-hmm, Some, mm-hmm. somehow we lose all of our morals when we go to a foreign country well, and we're like this is just about immersing myself in the country there, uh, there's nothing in the culture there's nothing wrong with this but I think that that is the that's the caveat that maybe your morals at home are different it's almost like on Halloween, I think you give yourself a little bit more leniency because a lot of times you go like, I'm not the one slutting it up, it's this dirty kitty cat, right? <laughs> I think on uh, when you travel, you have the ability to say, this is the culture. Like I know, like you, when I walked around the red light district in Amsterdam, I, it was a tour. It is a tourist attraction. Not only is it a tourist, it was one yeah, of the Yeah, but that doesn't popular. make it less sad. It doesn't make it less sad. Just it, the fact that it's a touristy thing to do. But it does, if you said to someone... At least back in, you know, times have changed, but back in 2002, I think when I went, maybe, uh, I went to Amsterdam, usually the questions are as follows. Oh, did you smoke any weed? I sure did. Uh, did you go to the red light district? Sure you did. Have, you had the fries with mayonnaise, and that's pretty much it. Those are the three <laughs> Wait, things. Wait, the fries with mayonnaise? Uh, and I think we also went to uh, Anne Frank's house for, uh, for a party. That was actually- I love that it's red light district and seeing prostitutes and then going to the Anne Frank house. Well, this wasn't- um, the actual Anne Frank's house. This was a brothel we went to called Anne Frank's house. Very confusing. <laughs> Anne Frank. Yeah, Anne he's Frank. The, he's the guy who's around the place. And boy, did Frank have a big one. No, that's not true. That is That last part's made up. Everything else is completely accurate. Hey, uh, thanks for being with us. You can call us. You can interact with us on the socials directly, hitting us up at DTS Show for Drop the Subject. You can find us um, right here on the phones, waiting for you at 833-77-CALL-Q, live now, radio.com, HD radio, and of course, uh, driving around, listening to us old school. Allie, last night I did something that I don't normally get the opportunity to do anymore, which is go out. Sleep? Uh, I did sleep a little bit, but I went out before. Usually it's like work, home, family stuff, typical boring. I understand why. I've told you how jealous I am when I drive by like gay bars and everyone's just like, doesn't matter what time of day, everyone's having fun, everyone's dancing. And and no one has any uh, more than like 9% body fat. And I'll tell you what they don't Which have there. They also don't have stroller parking. You don't see that outside <laughs> of the gay bar. It's just fantastic. You know, it's a great place. Like I, I'm thinking about if things don't work out with my wife, 
Um, I may attempt the gay lifestyle just because I think it would buy me a lot of freedom from other kids for a little bit. Hey, I, I'm all about that. This is just me and, and I think the entire Channel Q staff trying to put our gay agenda on you. So if it well, works at some point in your life, then we've done our job. I am. Uh, I don't know if it's subliminal or otherwise, but boy, I'm soaking it in big time. Last night <laughs> I went out and uh, I, I went to park my car before I went to the, the bar I was going to. Lo and behold, like most places, uh, you, you, there's no, even though there's a ton of open spots, you have to give your car to some, it's a forced valet situation. Forced valet. Everything's a forced valet. I can just put it here. No, no, you got to put valet. I had no cash on me. I don't really have cash on me anymore. Uh, I got Bitcoin. <laughs> I got cryptocurrency. But so I have, that valet is now not filthy rich. I've got no cash. Mm-hmm. So the guy says, well, we can't, you got to pay cash up front, which is also weird because I used to think I, the, the concept used to be, you it's a trade, right? I give you my car and a little bit of trust at the end of the night. You give me the car back. I give you the six dollars. We call it a we call it a yeah. call it an evening. Mm-hmm. You give me a little ticket stub, which means I trust you. They inspect the car fifteen times before you drop it off to look for any possible scratch. But then when they drop it off in the dark alley outside the club, it's just like take it home. You don't realize there's two Get wheels the out. two wheels missing until the morning. Yeah, and I think that whole cash up front. Thing, I mean, cash in general needs to go away completely. So the fact that it still exists in places like valet parking lots is ridiculous to me. No cash. The guy now I've got guys lining up behind me, and I'm in a situation where I'm either going to block everyone, screw up everyone else's night. And I say, guy, please, listen, I'm going to run to the nearest ATM. All you got to do, just take the car. I'll come right back with the money I owe you. And the guy goes, I'm not supposed to do that. I go, listen, what do you think I'm going to do? Run off? I'm good for it. I'm not going to, come on. Why would you run off without your car, I mean, too? I mean, eventually you have to get your car right. back. It seems like a crazy business. It's like, plan. haha, I pulled one over on them. I gave them <laughs> I gave, my car. I my car and saved $6. <laughs> so the guy says, you really put me in a spot, man. And I go, look, if you get the money now or in four minutes, what's the matter? We go, Tell me where the ATM is. He goes, there's a bank there. Or there's like one of the shady ATMs that's like chained to the, you know, they always have like shady ATMs that don't really belong to a bank and they're kind of just chained loosely to like a uh, like a telephone pole. Yep. And then you get through the like 10 questions that you have to answer. And the final question is, by the way, there's a $20 charge for this. Is yeah. that okay? And you're like, ah. So I avoided the shady one and I said, I'm going to walk a block to the bank to make sure this is legit. This guy did me a solid. And I go there, I put in the card, um, answer the questions. Uh, no preferero espanol, I wrote. That was my conversation also English, with the hooker. One. <laughs> and um, something happened that never happened to me before, ever. Uh, I asked for my amount of money. It said it was Insufficient going... funds. No, no, no. That, that's happened many oh, okay. times. Uh, I understand that in a lot of languages. <laughs> um, it, uh, it said, all right, please take your card and then we'll dispense your cash. But it spit out my card like a sixteenth of an inch. I couldn't, oh. I couldn't get it. I couldn't grab it. <laughs> so I'm looking around thinking there's got to be a woman. That's why I love women with purses. A lot of times they have like- Tweezers? A, they have a ton of useful things in there. Tweezers <laughs> yeah. being one of them. They can MacGyver their way out of any situation when you've got enough in your- I mean, look at my purse. This right. is just like a, a smorgasbord of random yeah, items. random things in there. Who knows what you have probably there? save us in an apocalypse situation. Yeah, you probably have a tire jack in there. I you do, got, right here. They're all the, I thought it was a sex toy. So the- uh, the thing doesn't spit my card out more than a sixteenth of an inch. I try to ply it out with my fingers. I can't get it. Yeah, so you have then, big fingers. So then my thought is I'll take a second card and push the first card back in so maybe it'll shoot it out again better. That's stupid. Well, thank you for saying that now. So I, <laughs> This was before you started drinking? Before. I was sober. So I, I, I pushed the card back in and... Then this, the machine. This isn't like a claw machine at well, a bowling alley, Kevin. Machine, That's the, not the way it works. These are important items the, that you can't lose. The machine uh, sucked the card in, and then a warning came up on the screen that said, "We have taken your card for security." <gasps> And I go, all right, well, that stinks. I'll have to get a new new card. But and then all of a sudden, I'd already done the transaction for my cash. Did, did you get thi- your cash? No, the thing wouldn't open up. And give me the cash. The thing shut down. Then the whole machine went into uh, out of order mode. Oh, no. So, so, I, so now I'm leaving with- So you now you have no card, so you have no way to actually get cash anymore. I have no card. I have no cash. And that was the only card I had. Because I would use that for cash, but I'd also use it as a card. So now I got no card and no cash. So now what happens next is some guy comes up, some random- you know, We're going to see this in the news headlines. Some random homeless guy goes up to a ATM and it spits out a bunch of right. money and a card. Right. And then he you know uses it to like buy pizza for homeless other homeless people. That would be a great story. My night didn't go that well, though. Uh, I So I had to go back out. 
I could tell the valet was, I went up to him, I said, you're not going to believe what happened. And the guy, I could just tell he knew, he's like, oh, this a-hole, why did I trust him? He's like, well. You came back at the end of the night or no, right after right that? Because he was waiting for me to give him the money. And I was like, I, I put my card in. Doesn't this guy have anything better to do? I, it took my card. I, I didn't even know the machines could like to do, take the card and the cash. They're really leaving me a, a stranded here. So he, um, luckily... I knew some people that were inside of the bar I was going to, and I was hoping one of them had some cash oh, on I was really hoping you had to valet cars for the rest of the night and didn't <laughs> to pay be, off you my weren't debt. able to do what you I had earned, I had earned, I had earned $6 <laughs> worth of tips to get my car back. Um, so I go in there and uh, find someone, and it would, I had to ask three different people before anyone. I became a panhandler last night. I was going around asking for if anyone had a couple of dollars that could yeah. loan me. How did it feel? Degrading? Very. I felt very, and I was like a typical, I almost. I was really close to making one of those signs and just holding it up. It was like, <laughs> not homeless, just looking for a little bit of cash to get through the night. Or um, anything helps. But I, what I did, so I, I have no card right now. I'm cashless, <gasps> cashless and cardless. So You're cashless like most of the world, the, but it, it is hard. I mean, you ran into the 1% of the, like, this happens probably 1% to 5% of the time now where you actually need cash for something. Yes. It's like there or like Yosemite, like some place that's stuck in history and has not ever put in a card machine and they never will. So please, everyone, let's go ahead and get this uh, thumbprint technology working so we can just use our thumbprint to get whatever we need in the world or go back old school, old school, where we can just kind of barter and swap things. Like I could have taken off my jacket and given it to someone for something, right? In yeah, you could have gone like Oregon Trail style, a oh. couple of long johns, some oxen. That's great. Be back in a moment. This is the all new Channel Q. When we get back, we'll break down today's show that includes the GMA coming up a little bit later on. We'll get to uh, News It or Lose It. And uh, if you're wondering if your relationship is going to last, there's certain jobs that spell disaster for relationships. We'll talk about that immediately upon our return right here on the all-new Channel Q. This is Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. Let's get back into it. That is Allie right there, Kevin right here. The show is called Drop the Subject. Same show, new name, same lesbian, same straight guy sitting around together having fun. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening. You can download this show in podcast form if you're into that. Want to listen on your own schedule or potentially listen again or share it with a friend or family member or an enemy, perhaps. Uh, you can do that as well. Or you can listen to us live each and every day right around this time and uh, hit us up at 833-77-CALL-Q. We are in the studio to take your calls. We'll get into the GMA coming up a little bit later. Let's talk about this, Al. You're recently married. You married your uh, wife about six months ago. Almost exact. Is it your six month anniversary yet? Almost. Almost at the end of the month. Yep. So what is that? Because I time it now with your kid. Yeah. Well, what is that? When there's a baby birth near my wedding, it's easy to remember. Right. Right. Because I I obviously couldn't make it to Allie's wedding because my wife had just uh, popped out a baby. She was doing the gayest thing ever, getting married to a lady. I was doing the straightest Mm. thing ever, making a baby with my wife. And lo and behold, here we are. Back in the studio together again, but um, what what is the six month anniversary? Is that a big deal for uh, lesbians or not really? Because you said like the, by the second date you move in with each other, so by the six month wedding anniversary, that would be the equivalent of what like a hetero forty year anniversary? Or something? <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, we just adopt another cat to celebrate. Oh, cool. Uh, well, no, no, no. We, I don't think that we're really going to do anything to celebrate. She has mentioned a couple of times. Oh, it's our four month. Oh, it's our five month. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I don't, <laughs> I don't really think about, like, especially because we've been together for so long, I'm not going to celebrate months of things just because we suddenly got married. I think we're still going to be on the every year track. I yes. don't think we're going to do six months and five months and all that crap. It's probably a better uh, plan to have, but I think that not to assign gender roles to your relationship, but she's definitely the lady in the relationship that would be more concerned about that. And she, you would be m- much more likely to forget an anniversary than she would be, correct? Yes, okay. I would be the stereotypical, oh no, I have to go out and buy flowers and a card without anyone knowing right. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, well, here's jobs you should avoid taking because if you have these jobs, you're way more likely to get divorced. On the flip side of that, if you're looking to get divorced and don't have a good reason to, to uh, take one <laughs> of these Maybe these jobs. are taking applications, yeah. Um, here we go. Let's break them down. I know that the airline industry is getting into uh, not, not having a great couple of weeks, obviously. Uh, in fact, I think just before we went on the air today, uh, Trump officially decided as the president to make a powerful statement and ground all 737 MAX 
planes. Yeah, because a bunch of other countries were doing it, and America was like, no, we're good. Well, <laughs> We he, trust you, Boeing. He did say so, modern airplanes are too difficult to fly these days. That was his other point that he made yesterday. Is I think, that what he said? He said modern air, aircraft so many buttons. are too difficult to <laughs> okay. fly. So uh, he said they've gotten too uh, complex. You know, <laughs> He wants to go back to like the Wright brothers, where people have to like run the plane down the runway and hope a gust of wind picks it yeah, up. Yeah, where when you land, you just jump out. Yeah, that's that's what he wants to go back to, which I actually like. Oh, that'd be cool. I actually like that as a boarding process. Anyway, uh, apparently, working cabin crew is one of the jobs that is incredibly difficult. They have a divorce rate over 50%, which I think the population does as well, but 50.5% spending hours upon hours up in the air. I don't know if it's because this puts you in a situation where you're more likely to cheat. I think there is a lot of like staying a few nights in a hotel with each other. Yeah, there's I think- something about that environment. Uh, but also, you're away from home a lot. Like you're just you're you're away, and it's as a result that and when you are home, sometimes you're just tired from traveling. I could imagine. So that's just one of the one of those jobs that leads to divorce. It's when you're you're dragging that little cart up and down all day long, just pouring diet cokes, thinking, "Where's my fun?" Okay. Where, when can I have a good time? So then, I think also any job that puts you, like you said, near a hotel on a regular basis, you've got to be like, well, I you have this mentality where you have to use the the hotel space. Mm-hmm. You're like, I can't just let this night go to waste. It's just me in this room. Also, you're like, potentially, I mean, I know sometimes you're just constantly flying back and forth to Detroit, but every once in a while, you're just like, I got three days to kill in a tropical in a locale. Wahoo. Yeah. And there's something about that, that hotel is like... There's something, it's like a mating call. There's something... Uh, something that says Ramada Inn, come and get me. <laughs> yeah, it's the smell of a Ramada that just uh, gets your genitals a tingling, I guess. Isn't that what they say when you check it? Isn't that what their slogan is? It gets your genitals a tingling uh, yeah. and cable. That's actually the bed bugs that do that. Uh, that's one of the jobs. There are many more. Uh, go nowhere because uh, after this song, we will break down the rest of the jobs that will get you divorced on Channel Q. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. It's the all-new Channel Q show that is called Drop the Subject. That is Allie right there, Kevin right here. You are where you are, and thanks for checking us out. Welcome to New Cities. South Florida, good to have you with us. Joining uh, other cities like New York, Boston, uh, Chicago, recently joining the Channel Q Fold. And then, of course, uh, everywhere in California. I mean, the list goes on and on. It's even hard for me to keep track. But thanks for checking us out wherever you go. Radio.com is a great place. Our show is called Drop the Subject. Give us a favorite. You can follow us on the socials at DTS Show, Instagram, and Twitter as well, in case you're wondering what the faces are that go with these voices. Yeah. Or you can tweet at We Are Channel Q or message them privately and tell them how much you love us. That helps yeah. us out. Or the opposite, which apparently you have no problem doing. So, uh, getting, we include every voice. Getting divorced is uh, is maybe not necessarily what you think is going to happen when you get married. The odds say it will happen, but people still continue to get married. Uh, Allie and her people were fighting for marriage equality, really because I think you wanted divorce equality. I think you can't get officially divorced unless you get officially married. There's something beautiful about the concept. Like, I just can't it, wait to get divorced. Well, I picture it, you know, it, me taking my veil off. It sounds like a crazy uh, it's not going to make me popular with my wife but I don't think she's listening right now I do think people get into a relationship at some point where they're like I like you enough that I don't want to break up with you but we've been together long enough that we kind of just have to get married even though maybe I'm not necessarily thinking that that's what I want Hey, but if it doesn't work, we always got the divorce thing, which doesn't really have the same stigma that it used to have. Yeah, and it's I think not such pe- a horrible thing to get divorced anymore. It's kind of, ex- a lot of people expect it. My mom even told me when I said I was going to get married, she caught herself, but she said, well, this is your first, ma- I mean, this is going to be your only marriage, so. <laughs> well, she's also been married four times. Right. right. Well, no, three. But uh, do you think, and then we'll get back to the jobs that are more likely to lead you to divorce. Do you think someone, if they met, if you met someone, let's say that was in their fifties, and you go, uh, I'd like you to introduce you to my friend Steve. Uh, Steve's never been married, or I'd like to introduce you to my friend Steve. Uh, Steve uh, got divorced about five years ago. Which one do you think is sadder? Has more of like a a we like a. That's interesting in a peculiar way attached to it. That uh, I would th- I would think I've never been married. Yes. 
is yeah. a stranger thing. Okay, like, you've never even gotten anyone to be that committed to you in your entire life. You're 50 plus years of life. Right. I, I mean, have a friend who has only, he's a, a, a straight guy. He's only been in a relationship, his longest relationship. He's older than me, so he's, I think, 37 now. Longest relationship has been four months. Oh, I'm so jealous of him. <laughs> is he looking for interns? <laughs> Well, He's looking for love, oh, Kev. Oh. The thing <laughs> is, I, I feel like at what, yeah, at, cert, at a certain age, it becomes, oh, cool, you're just a young single guy to being like, oh, there's something maybe wrong with you. Like, yeah, and then if you're telling a new person that you're meeting, oh, yeah, my longest relationship has been four months, is well, that a turn off and make it even harder for you to find someone? definitely raises red flags. I think the divorce thing, which used to be like, mm, I don't know, damaged goods, is now like, all right, so you kind of know, you've, you've been through this. I think people like someone who's been... Who made mistakes. Who's been tested before. Like, I think someone, maybe that's even more of a positive. So anyway, let's go ahead and spin this divorce list into some positivity. These are the jobs that have the highest percentage, uh, that lead to the highest percentage of divorce of all jobs. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think radio announcers on here because I think <laughs> There that, aren't uh, enough jobs to work. Yeah, I don't think that's, I, I actually don't think technically it's considered a job. It's more of a hobby, so it's a different... <laughs> anyway, let's go. Uh, num- I think also a lot of radio announcers are not married. Number uh, eight, telemarketers. Telemarketers. Oh, boy, they seem like a lot of fun, don't they? They call you. <laughs> you're in the middle of stuff. 90% of the calls I get now on my cell phone are, uh, are telemarketers. If they're not robots, they are humans that are very robotic by script form. But so this is ruining robot marriages? Is that what you're saying? It's ruining all marriages because uh, if you, I, I guess if you are a telemarketer and your day just consists of you getting hung up on over and over and over again. And also think about that. Some people yell, never call here again. Lose my number. F you. I mean, people get really aggressive now to the point where if you hear that all day, um, you just, I think, probably, it'd be very difficult to not become callous, bitter, whatever the right word is. So as a result, um, there's a high percentage, 49.7% of all people that work as telemarketers end up getting divorced, which is strange because I would think also- That's like the normal percentage though. That's Well- Except these jobs are the ones that are bringing up the normal percentage. You see what I mean? <laughs> right. Because they're bringing up the average. They're bringing up the average. Well, I think that also when you're a telemarketer, you are any job where you're communicating. I mean, I think it's one-sided communication a lot of the time. But you, when you spend your whole day talking to people, oh, I said, you know, I've spent eight hours trying to scam old people out of money, and all I want to do is come home and just not talk to anybody. And then your wife or husband or whoever is like, you're always on the phone, and you right. never want to talk. And so then that can break a marriage apart. So I would imagine, unlike the last one we talked about, which is working on a flight crew, where we just think there's a lot of opportunity for extramarital affairs, I don't think there's a lot of people that end up uh, cheating with their telemarketer. I don't think. I don't think that. Happens. I would love to hear a success story like that. Listen, I didn't. Buy- I was trying to sell her fake, fake insurance, and we just hit it off. I didn't. Once she gave me her social security number. This is it for me. I didn't subscribe to the newspaper, but uh, we had crazy sex because I don't think they they ever go, wow, that telemarketer sounded incredibly attractive. All right, number seven, switchboard operators, which sounds a lot like telemarketers. My husband is stuck in the 50s. (laughs) Uh, Like, does this job exist anymore? It does exist. The divorce rate for those lovely, helpful people that put you through to the right person. Uh, apparently is at uh, just below 50%. These are all going to be right around 50% because that is the average, but the average is that way because these jobs jack it up. Uh, Five and six, construction. Construction, I don't know what it is about that, but there is a 50.1% divorce rate, marriages where people work in the construction field, and I don't know if that is... Yeah, this one's confusing to me, unless maybe this breaks up marriages because the guys are going gay. Well, I know you'd like to believe that. All I think it's forklifts. Maybe it has more to do with the catcalling, right? Ah, uh, uh, at the yeah. uh, you know, construction site. Again, though, what? When? When has that ever worked out? Never worked out. But, the girl's like, yes. But it's enough for a girl to turn around and be like, uh, I'm friends. I do with you. have legs for days. <laughs> no, but but if the girl turns around and goes, uh, Bill, I'm friends with your wife Cheryl, <laughs> and he's like, Oh, damn it! Take back the whistle. <laughs> I love that he's in, theoretically hitting on some lady who's friends with his wife, yeah, and just, probably not like. Everyone's just making lewd comments, like, uh, oh, yeah, like a s- middle-aged woman. Hey, sit on my face, sweetie. It's like, <laughs> say your face. We we did a potluck together last week. Is that week. a shoulder pad in your pocket? Or well, no, you... that's that's not how people nope. talk hot to each other. No, nope. Nope. Okay. nope. Um, number three, uh, casino service workers. Casino workers in general, I think once again, it's the hours they put into it. It's the uh, the fact that they're around a lot of 
I don't know. For me, I, it would be difficult for me. I have a gambling problem. It'd be very hard for me to stay focused on that job, let alone stay focused on my marriage in that job. Uh, I guess. I, I just also wonder how long these people have had these jobs, because at some point, the job is... Uh, at the beginning, it can be kind of a sexy job. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I work in a casino. It can be kind of fun and sexy. But then 20 years later, you're still a casino service worker. Then your job is kind of working against you because you've had that job for way too long and you haven't moved on in your life. You um, have had the number two job. Ah, you've you've yes. had a lot of jobs, but number two. Oh, American Girl Waitstaff? American Girl Waitstaff, apparently, is really difficult. They're always cheating with the dolls. No. Uh, bar staff. Of course, yeah. you're at a bar. There's drinks flowing. There's tips being made. There's flirting. Uh, it's late at night. Uh, I don't, uh, I understand why. I understand why this is one of those jobs that would be difficult to keep the marriage strong during. I also think though that most bartenders like if they're if they started out at like a 4 when they get behind that bar they jack up to like a 6 or a 7. You somehow get hotter when you're behind the bar mixing a drink. You just kind of have a little more of a sex appeal. Maybe it's because the customers are staring at you for a long period mm-hmm. and they're like, "Hmm, you know what? That guy's kind of that guy, bartender's kind of cute. I'm going to try and talk to him." Just because you're waiting for a drink for that long, I don't think that bartenders, male or female, are as hot as they look behind the bar. Also, you're serving your customer something that will, in turn, make you look even better, right? So (laughs) you're like a four, you get behind the bar, you're a six, then you're giving them a couple of vodka sodas, then you're an eight. Mm -hmm. By Uh, the end of the night, you're a 10 plus. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, and then I think- Right up to when they forget their credit card behind your bar. Then they come back the next day, see you in the daylight with the smell of puke all over the floor, (laughs) and you're back to being a four again. It's just not good. You got to seal the deal that night. Number one is very similar to number three. Casino managers. Uh, I think these are people that work with the high rollers, the customers, et cetera. Um, A lot of alcohol, like the bartender job. It's kind of a combination of job two and job three. creates the highest- cheating percentage of any job, uh, 53%, and that is for people that um, are working as casino managers. Uh, their marriages rarely last. You so. know what I think it is? I think it's those really hot digital robot blackjack dealers. Oh. They're, they're too distracting. They are quite distracting. They're so booby. They are, uh, they are, they are so booby. I'm, well le- I'm leaving you for this woman in this red dress who just dealt me a 16. Was that your quote? They're so booby? They're so booby. Okay, yeah, just making sure they I got are you very booby. Then. You agree with me? No, those I know. virtual blackjack dealers. Y- you're absolutely. They're like right. ridiculously booby. Yes, of course. Too much so. Well, if you're going to make a, a virtual blackjack dealer, <laughs> why would you not <laughs> make her unrealistically booby? Yeah, well, I mean, if, if it takes the same amount of effort and technology to make her super attractive as to make her a thug, why would you make her? Because I, everyone has different preferences. Not ev- just no. because I like women doesn't mean I like boobs that are gargantuan. <laughs> my face all the time. I want different hot. I want different ladies that are if, hot in different ways. If you had an option to sit down at a blackjack, you walk through the casino and there's a, a, a hot, you know, a stereotypical hot, but you know, big, busty, you know, whatever, next to like frumpy blackjack, where like it's like a table maximum of a dollar I would go to hand. the frumpjack table. Yeah, of course you, well that's... Because I, I, I feel like the, the, that for you. <laughs> the hot lady, I think that she's swindling me. Ah, because she's so hot. You, so what, if I, I want to go to like the digital blackjack dealer that's like a middle-aged woman mm-hmm. who you know has 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 been around a little bit, maybe smells like old cigarettes. Oh, okay. Well, what they found she's going to be real with me. Psychologists found that I th- that if you're losing money to someone that you find attractive, it makes it easier to stomach than when you're losing money to someone that you're. That you also even are if, unattr- even if they're not real, even if they're fake, uh, that's basic psychology. Ah, uh, it's okay. You're pretty. You just we'll be back throw a moment. chip at the screen. The all new channel Q. Uh, be back uh, right after these words and um, oh, what do we got? A song words? Uh, Something surprise. It's happening now. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Hey, it's your favorite couple of hours of the day that you get to spend with us. Of course, I'm putting words into your mouth, but I assume you would agree with me right now, right? Huh? Huh? As long as it's just words. Uh, That's actually a good name for the show. Should have gone with that instead of dropped the subject. (laughs) Hey, you can join Channel Q. That's the radio station we're on right now and celebrating the uh, legendary global music icon, Hanson. 
That's right. <laughs> no, Hanson. No. Three Kevin, brothers. read it. It's Diana Ross. Oh, excuse me. Diana Ross. It's her 75th but, birthday. But people can't constantly get them confused. I understand. Uh, I, uh, well, it's uh, it's weird. Sometimes people get confused between like uh, f- f- uh, Jack Nicholson and Jack Nicholas. I have the same problem with <laughs> Diana Ross and Hanson. But anyway, uh, legendary global music icon Diana Ross, her 75th birthday. Uh, may she rest in peace. It's a once in a lifetime event. Oh, she's alive still. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got yeah. that wrong as yeah. well. Seven, it's, yeah. Why would they? Okay. Yeah. Anyway. She's alive. I know that you're going to be front and center in this concert, Kevin. Maybe you should do it because uh, I clearly don't uh, No, know. I think you're doing a great job. All right. Anyway, uh, all I've learned from this is that Hanson is dead. You can sp- <laughs> All of Hanson is dead. Diana Ross is alive. And you can spend a night with her. Oh, well, that would be strange. A night of celebrating her music and her life with Are her family and friends. Are you prostituting Diana Ross? <laughs> no. We're supposed to be celebrating the woman's life for Allie. Spend the night with well, Diana Ross. Did you just promise? <laughs> she's open to it. Tickets. Wow, she's going to be doing this a lot. This Tickets are on brought, sale brought at LiveNation.com. Brought to you by Bumble. That's right, Bumble. <laughs> now, let's start again. Hey, Annie. Diana Ross is great. You don't need us to tell you that. She's a legend. She's an icon. Anyway, 75th birthday is coming up, and you can get some tickets at LiveNation.com. Spend the night with Diana Ross family and friends. Ad-lib, chat, have fun. Oh, fun not included. Uh, it's at the Hollywood Palladium on March 26th. Did you say that already? Nope, but uh, information, That's when it is. information that you need is at LiveNation.com. R.I.P. Hanson. <laughs> All right, let's get into the possible stories that we will be breaking down at the start of the next hour in this always exciting and ever-changing News It or Lose It. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. Headline number one, all of Hanson is dead. Lose it. Already heard about that on the radio. <laughs> Died in an animal enclosure. Okay, here's your real first headline. Harvard scientists who did not cheat on their SATs think they have found a solution to global warming. Mm, no, I'm not interested. Yes, you are. I like the videos of the giant blocks of ice melting. <laughs> I want to keep those coming. Yeah, let's let's news that. that uh, I think that this theory is very interesting if it actually works out. If there's a cure for global warming, I think we'd be silly to not discuss yeah. it on the uh, airwaves of Channel Q. All right. Second headline. Lady Gaga announces she's pregnant with a new album. Huh. People do love live births. That's uh, that's what happens when you don't wear underwear through the uh, CD aisle at Target. You get impregnated <laughs> by the... I'm going to say lose it. Okay. Uh, a bird's mystery illness caused by eating wet wipes. <laughs> that sounds delicious, but let's lose it. Let's Especially lose, those lavender ones. Lose mm. that as well. Uh, all right. And then we do have an update on the college cheating scandal. Lori Laughlin is currently sitting in jail. So That's we can amazing. give you an ups- update on that. Well, as you know, Channel Q is a very popular radio station for people that are incarcerated. So I don't know if that's true or not, but I would imagine there's a lot of those... Um, shady cell phones that are getting smuggled into prisons and uh, people could probably download very easily the radio.com app and give us a listen so uh, thank you for that Uh, ironically Channel Q would still not be the gayest thing going on in prison no definitely not we'll be back in a moment we will uh, break down the stories we said we would news we will never speak again about the stories we said we would lose we'll get into that plus your patent pending gay MA is coming up your calls as well continuing right here on the all new Channel Q a show that is called Drop the Subject returns after this Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. We are here. She is queer. Get used to it. Another hour of goodness coming your way right now through the uh, Channel Q radio network. A show called Drop the Subject. That is Allie. My name is Kevin. And uh, we're about to break down some news like to spend a little bit of time each and every day talking about some stuff actually going on in the world before we get into things like the gay MA coming up. You got questions. Ali answers questions on behalf of the entire LGBT plus Q community. I answer on behalf of the straights. And uh, every once in a while, we come to an agreement. Usually we argue. Regardless, it will happen right before your very ears live on this radio station. So thanks for checking us out. If you have questions, get them to us on the socials at DTS show or... We are Channel Q, and we'll get as many of them as we can on the air. You can also call them in the old-fashioned way with your voices by hitting us up on the phones here at 833-77-CALL-Q. No subject is off the table. That we is We will answer right. each and every question with seriousness 
and a tinge of sarcasm. Tinge. <laughs> look up what that word tinge, tinge. means. Let's uh, get to the uh, news it portion of News It or Loose to kick off our Tuesday. it. Drop the subject presents News It or Lose It. Well, Lori Laughlin is officially in FBI custody a day after being fingered in a bombshell college whoa, investigation. Whoa, That's can't say that. literally can't, what the headline said. Can't say that. I was just told we couldn't say something we said in the first hour <laughs> about sitting somewhere on someone's head. Can I say sit on my head? <laughs> on my head. That's, apparently that was not okay. I didn't realize that wasn't okay. I guess the I, rules have changed. I think it's okay. I don't think that the rules Now you can changed. say Lori Laughlin got fingered and that's okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No I way. Uh, he... Oh! Did you really just dump out of that? I did. Why? What rules? That's what it says, I- I'm Justin. It just, says you, you, Lori Laughlin. Justin, stand in the hall. In I can't. FBI. I can't. St- I can't do the show if you're going to dump out of things we don't have to dump out of. We're doing a good rate. We're doing compelling content here. I understand you're you're listening to what the boss says, but I'm I would not, for the third time in a year, do something to put us in jeopardy. <laughs> Yeah, why won't you trust this guy, Justin? Look at this guy. Can you go? Sta- he knows what he's doing. Can you go stand in the hallway until we're done with the show? No. That, that, he's saying no. Call the boss and get him down here to give us an official ruling on this. Uh, I, Allie was just reading. This was um, I was reading a headline. There was nothing that insinuated this was of a sexual nature in any way. It's this not sexual. Her- no, it's not. I'm reading the headline, Lori Laughlin is officially in FBI custody a day after being fingered in a bombshell college investigation. Sounds a lot hotter than it is. Did you dump that time? No. That's okay. Wait, that's okay? I said it the exact same way. We we both said it the same way. I don't understand. It's the same words. We're saying the same words in the same order. Are you, so if Kevin said it, then you would have dumped it? Is the problem Lori Laughlin? Is that the issue? Do you want it to be a bigger star from Full House? Tell, say it again. Is there something? Is there someone else? If say they got fingered, would you say? Say it with Jody Sweden. Let's try. Okay, it. Jody Sweden is in FBI custody a day after being fingered in a bombshell. <laughs> I don't understand what the problem is. I'm I'm, I'm perplexed. This is news right now. Yeah. She got use a different word than uh, uh, apparently we're not supposed to use the word. Say she had the book thrown at her. Okay. All right. Uh, now, by the way, if that's your fetish, now, if, that's if I your, added blasted, you know, don't <laughs> don't Allie, you're gonna get me in trouble now. I'm, we're just trying to report the news. Okay. Lori Laughlin. Um, Lori Laughlin is in custody in right custody, now. In custody. Uh huh. In handcuffs. Yep. Bro, we don't know if she's in handcuffs right now. I don't know if she's in handcuffs. I don't know what she's wearing. All I know is that she's been fingered in a bombshell college investigation because heavily of bribery. Because of yes, because she. Uh, it, you ever see a redhead sweat so much? <laughs> so Actually, upset. the answer is yes. Every, yes. T- every time they're near a light bulb. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, can I move on? Yes, please. Okay. She will appear in court at, in, in L.A. at 2 p.m. Pacific time today. She has deleted her Instagram and her Twitter accounts after the scandal broke. Her Facebook, still active. She is a mom, after all. It's really difficult to uh, delete <laughs> Facebook, by the way. People have tried all now. The kid pictures. Oh, it's not uh, worth it. <laughs> I know. I know. There's a lot. It's a difficult decision to make, and a lot of people just don't want to do it. All right. Of course, uh, she is appearing, uh, appearing in court because her two daughters were recruited to be on the USC crew team, miraculously, without ever having played the sport of crew. And I don't know if you play crew. You do crew. You do crew. You crew. You crew. You, 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 you play crew. No, you don't play crew. I don't even think we... That's you swim a, crew. No, you don't swim. You're in a boat. If you're crewing, you're, you don't play crew. You are a... See, you know, I, I finger crew. That's what it no, is. No, you don't do it. But I would say what the f- person on the front of the boat is called, but I don't even think we can say that. Oh, yeah. That's right. The coxswain. No, Allie can't do it. No, that's what they are. You can't say that word <laughs> in the same context of Aunt Becky having the book thrown at her or whatever. All right. Felicity Huffman, on the other hand, she has already been released on $250,000 bail yesterday. And that she is being indicted because she paid to illegally boost her daughter's SAT scores. And as far as the movie about this scandal, many people, LGBT and otherwise, on Twitter have said Felicity Huffman should be played by a trans actress. Because if you remember, years ago, she starred in the movie Trans America, where she played a transgender woman and she is not a trans woman. So now, if there is going to be a movie made about her and her cheating scandal, a trans actress, uh, actress should play her. I think that's a bit presumptuous that there's going to be a movie made about this. It's like, 
It's Everyone inter- knows there's going to be a movie about this. Well, it's an interesting story for right now, but I think there will be way more interest. The guy who landed the plane in the Hudson was way more interesting. Have Captain <laughs> the Sully, flight guy? Yeah, have him played by a trans actor. <laughs> Let to see that. Oh, they already That's did it. Re- they already did it with Tom Hanks. <laughs> well, anyway, the point is, I, I'm just saying there are some news stories where you go, yeah, that'll be a movie. I don't know if this is movie worthy. I think the people are making a lot of jokes about it. I think it'll about, be like one of the, like like, the posts. Right. You know, it'll be like no. one big story breaking no, or like is, that... That spotlight movie. This is not going to be anything. Yes, it is. It's at least going to be a lifetime yeah, movie. Yeah, and that's what we said, in, in which case it will be played and, by Lori Loughlin and uh, well, the other one. And Felicity Huffman. And Felicity Huffman. I love one headline I saw. It said, can Felicity Huffman and Lori Loughlin's careers ever recover? And I was like, did they, were they well, really? they were right. successfully working, uh, by yeah, the way. Yeah, but I don't my, know if they were super consistently working. My or, wife was pointing out how attractive um, Lori Loughlin's daughter was, who apparently is... A super successful influ- influencer slash blogger. Yes, which it, is apparently the most important job you can have in 2019. But uh, well, everyone's talking about how on you know they're going through her YouTube channel and all the things that she's posted about how she doesn't care about school and all this right. stuff and all that's coming out. Right. Yeah, but, but she's yeah. I mean, if you're 19 years old, that's what you strive to do. Well, my wife made the comment. Oh, you see how how uh, cute her daughter is, and I said, Oh yeah, she's she's. Cute. <laughs> So what are you supposed to say to that? Then, oh yeah, I did. I, oh yeah. I said yeah, and then she goes, "What do you mean?" I go, well, "What? Do, what do you mean? What do I mean?" You just asked me if I saw her and thought she was attractive, and I said yes. And she goes, "Why? Why are you? Follow, why do you know what she looks like?" And I'm like, "Oh, because I've been subscribing to her YouTube channel for years. Why do we think she's face, influenced me so much? Her face all over the news right now. Now if you quiet down, I'm getting a tutorial on applying rouge. Yeah. No. All, to be fair, all of the daughters in this have been very attractive. That's the part that bothers me above anything else. Forget Is that about they're so hot. Forget about the wealth, <laughs> the connections, the fact that they've probably had every advantage, and and yes, the, the fact that they're taking possible role. I mean, as a guy who got a lot of college rejection letters in the mail, I don't think that I was one place away from getting into a lot of these schools. I just forget about all that. If you're a super attractive person, life is better for you anyway, regardless of anything else. Yeah, but you're also used to having things handed to you just because you're attractive. So yeah. that also leads you to have this false sense of security and confidence. So you probably don't think you need to try as hard as other people. And then before you know it, you're just a dumb slacker social media influencer with no future. Yeah, that's true. And then you need a parent who has half a million dollars to bail you out. All right. Harvard scientists, real ones, they claim you ha- they have a plan to fix global warming that includes dimming the sun. Global warming obviously becoming becoming a you know bit of a problem. We're losing clouds and whatnot, and they say in can't 20- say becoming. <laughs> you can say global warming. Global is a, warming is a problem. Is becoming nope a big all over all. Don't over say the that place, either. Do not a big, say that. Big big swollen problem. They say that soon clouds will start disappearing, and that in 2080 New York City is going to look exactly like Arkansas. Nobody wants that. So what do we do? Obviously, we're not going to turn vegan to cut down on emissions, so a group of scientists say that they've found a quick fix. All they have to do is reflect the sun's rays off of the planet to cool down the planet, and they do that by just spraying a bunch of chemicals into the atmosphere that would then dim the sun and prevent extreme weather like, you know, extreme rainfall and worsening hurricanes and all that stuff. They just want to make sure that it doesn't kill us first, the chemicals. Yeah, we should probably test that. But I do think that if this becomes a thing... I mean, it's going to be like the fifth element or it's going to be like dome living where we basically are living in a controlled environment because that's the only way humans can survive. And I'm all for it. I think that's going to be really cool. But they're just Dome try- life in The Simpsons was awesome. No, dome life never worked out well for anyone ever, including the show Under the Dome, which got canceled after a season because the only thing worse than living in a dome is watching people who live in a dome. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Biodome was also not a good movie. Not great. Although, I'm sure it will be rebooted any day now. But I <laughs> I think it already has been. Oh, has it? Yeah, but I think that being able to control the weather on any given time, that's a good thing, right? That's, you don't have to be like, I don't want it to snow today, so at my house it's not going to snow. The positive is, yes, you get what you want, when you want, where you want, and there's something cool about that. The negative is that some of the joy, when you get like a great day out of nowhere, like an unexpected, or when all the meteorologists are wrong and all of a sudden it's great, it's such a great feeling because you feel like you just lucked out. On the flip side... 
every once in a while, like a giant blizzard or monsoon, I think it brings people together. It's like one of those shared experiences where all of a sudden people are like, oh, yeah, we're having torrential downpour today. But that let's commiserate about that. We all, I also was ill-prepared and wore a white t-shirt in the rain. Okay, well, then we can, we can schedule the fun bonding no, that's, that's weather not, extremes. That's, not, that's the problem with Make the world. Make one a month. Everything's scheduled now. We'll be back in a moment, uh, assuming we don't get canceled during this commercial break. Uh, this is Drop the Subject. That's why we call it that. On the all-new Channel Q. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. All right. Time for the patent pending. Always exciting. Gay MA. Will it ever stop pending? Well, it, to get a patent is very difficult, we've learned. So... <laughs> We should have so, worried about getting patent a patent. Patent has the, yet to be pending. Should have worried about the uh, getting the patent on the first name of the show. Yeah, the title. Yeah, that would have been. We spent all our time and resources and legal be. teams trying to patent pen the gay MA, and that that was our mistake right there. One of many. Uh, thanks for being with us. Are I appreciate you wearing it. sweats right now? Not only am I wearing sweatpants right now, I am not wearing any underwear today. <laughs> and you're sitting in a very spread eagle position in front yeah. of me. I'm Thank you tr- for not, that visual. I'm not trying to turn you on or anything, just really more than anything trying to reconfirm that you are gay and, and would much prefer the company of women. Uh, hold on to me. Yep. Okay. Uh, here's the thing. This is going to make me sound like a complete bum. This is the outfit. What I'm wearing right now is what I threw on at 5 o'clock in the morning with every intention of eventually getting dressed. Like Ah, oh, that's a, such a good day though. This well, or or the exact opposite. I, I had No, every, I think that's a beautiful thing. I put on this this was like the can't go take the dog outside naked, so I'm gonna go just throw on whatever is the most convenient, easiest stuff to get on. Yeah. Knowing that at so some that point that explains the kimono rope. Yeah. Well thank you. <laughs> I'm glad you like that. Uh, and I and my goal eventually was to shower. And get dressed like a like an adult. Uh, somehow, I have gone from 5 a.m. to now <laughs> in this exact outfit. So uh, you're lucky. Uh, you're welcome. You're in it for the long haul. This is the this is your outfit for the day now. I think you can't, gonna, can't get changed now. No, I think I'm just going to wear this straight up through retirement. Be wearing this till I'm <laughs> in my mid 70s, or at this rate, my mid 100s. <laughs> uh, let's get to the game, shall we? Here we go. <laughs> A lot of questions that come through all week long on the socials at DTS Show, and uh, we are Channel Q. Allie gets to answer questions on behalf of everyone in the LGBTQ plus community. I answer on behalf of straight people. Hopefully, we find common ground or we find a reason to dislike each other again. Well, we do share a common interest for sweats because I'm jealous of yours. Yeah, as you should be. I bought them in the women's department at Lane Bryant. I can tell. That's Lane Bryant. Would you like me to? Uh, would you like me to start? <laughs> I think that's all a women's. Oh, section. okay. Well, excuse me. That's why I was so confused. <laughs> Where is the men's section? Never mind. I'll just buy these. Buying all my clothes at Lane Bryant. I, I thought these were uh, masculine. But Where's Lane? Where uh, is he? All right, Allie. Here's a question. This is a serious question. I would like you to answer it as such. If you're ever hanging out with only gay people and a straight friend joins, or let's say you're planning something and it's like four gay couples and then all of a sudden a straight couple shows up. Are you ever bummed out or do you feel like you need to no, change I'm... the conversation or like, is it like, oh, oh, we can't... Stop talking about these hot women. This straight lady is in the mix now. I'm just, I'm just curious, like, is it ever one of those things where you feel like it changes the... No, because I mean, I I feel like I'm not qualified to answer some of these questions because I don't have like a gaggle of gays that I hang out with. So I'm never in, I'm not hardly ever in a situation you where you could just say gaggle. I think that implies gays. <laughs> a gaggle. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not usually in a situation where I'm surrounded by only gay people and then I'm thrown off by the fact that there's a straight person in the mix. Now, that being said, the only time in recent history I can remember that happening is when we had our meeting last week with oh, the that... with the radio station, and you are pretty much one of the only straight people in that meeting. Yeah, yeah. I and you that. stick out like a sore straight thumb. Thank you. <laughs> and, Thank you for saying that. And especially when they're like, anyway, Diana Ross, and everyone's like, E-B-D-E! and you're the only one who's like, yeah. 
I was. I googled her. I found out who she is. She's a big deal. She's a big deal. So you know, especially when they're talking about queer history and things like that, and and we're all bonding over the fact that we love this radio station and what it's doing and how it's the first thing like it in its history and how excited we are for and and, and oh, thirty years ago a radio station like this couldn't have existed and now it does and and then you're sitting there looking at your phone and going, yeah, this well, is great stuff. Uh, listen, I. I don't like meetings in general, regardless of what the goal of the meeting is. Anytime- no, I don't think it's a disrespect thing at all. I just think it's. Okay. A, I, th- I don't disagree that you are you love being a part of the station, what it represents. I just yes. think that there's a certain uh, a passion for it that you are just inherently not going to have as a straight guy. I can't. I can't. You can't. Have it. I wish I could. I have a passion for radio. I have a passion for this form of uh, entertainment. I have a passion for having these sorts of open, candid conversations about a variety of topics. I obviously respect you very much as a person. Uh, not necessarily as a professional, but as a person. Uh, in fact, uh, your professional work is the thing I'm least impressed by, to point that out. <laughs> did you see the dance I did during the commercial break? That's part, that of, the, part, of, the reason I'm, part of the reason I'm saying it. Okay. Um, but I, uh, I agree. There was, uh, there was a... Like everyone's looking at you and going, you're straight. Everyone's thinking it at that moment. Yeah, well, it felt like... You are the minority. Let me give you a, a straight analogy here. It would be like if there was a, a, a team that worked really hard all year and finally got to the like big the game. Like the WNBA? Uh, less gay, you know, well, like a, like an NBA team or whatever. And then all of a sudden I get traded onto the team like right before. And everyone was, you know, that has dealt with the, the struggle and the... I can't... This is too straight for me. I can't compute. Well, anyway, it was. it felt like most of the people that were having an emotional moment I was unable also I have a real hard time getting in touch with my emotions so I'm, yes. I'm I'm emotionally disconnected I'm straight I'm jaded and I hate meetings so yeah. yes I was the wrong and I was unclear of Diana not unclear of who Diana Ross was <laughs> but was I not, didn't mean to make this an attack on you as a she, straight she's person. not in my uh, she's not on my playlist right now <laughs> in general I just think that that was one of the only times in recent memory that I could think oh this is a group of gay people and then there's a, a straight person and that's a li- like th- that's different not necessarily that's bad but oh you can't really relate 100% with what we're talking about so you're not upset if you're planning on doing something and it's like no most you... of the time I'm hanging around with straight people so. oh okay alright well and I'm just the lesbian friend which I love being the lesbian friend alright what's your question do we have time for Allie's question now or do we have to do it we don't oh boy He's shaking his ginger head god no, or I'll eat your soul. Debbie Downer in here today, huh? <laughs> hey, can you hear me say that or no? Huh? Can you hear me say that or can he hear me say? I, I think c- everyone can hear you. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, he's acting like a real. We'll be back in a moment. This is... Uh, it doesn't matter. There's still a microphone in front of your the face, all new, you the dummy. All, the all-new channel Q. Uh, drop the subject. Uh, drop this producer. You know what I'm saying? Uh, be back. Still hear you. After, oh, after this. <laughs> drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. I'll say this much about wearing sweatpants and no underwear. Feeling very exposed right now. Very, very exposed. But also, moving around very comfortably. Yeah. Good mobility there. I understand why these are the official pants of giving up. Although it's (laughs) changed. You know, that's how it was for so long. That was kind of one of those... um, Stereotypes that I'm glad we can move past was like, uh, if you're wearing sweatpants in the middle of the day during the week, it means you're an unemployed loser. But you I need also to get think, off the couch and get to DeVry. I also think it's, it's the uh, it's kind of the fashion choice of people that are incredibly successful. It's true, and they're they're making it more judged uh, up. Like they they're really trying to at leisure. I think has changed the way people wear sweats in broad daylight. Now, if you have it tail, if it's tailored to your ankles enough and tapered, mm-hmm, then you, mm-hmm. it is a mark of success. Yeah, I think if you see someone middle of the day, you think about like sweatpants at noon on a weekday. They're either they're either doing really well or really horrible, and I'm not sure which category I fall into right now, which is weird. <laughs> yeah, think, like, are you the gray area of yeah, sweatpants? Yeah, I, I don't think... That's actually the color of these pants, gray area. How did you know? All right, let's get not to... manatee gray? Let's get to... No, how dare you, manatee gray. You go right to hell. Uh, all right, you answered the question I gave you. It's now time for uh, the gay person on the show to ask the straight person on the show a question in the gay MA. Here we go. And then I'll read one at random. From the Twitter, if we have Oh, lovely. Time. All right. Kevin. Yeah. As a breeder, a straight breeder, who has two children under their belt, when you make love to your wife now... 
Uh, it's a funny. You're asking a funny question. Go ahead. <laughs> Do you think? Is there fear instilled in your heart now about the consequences of the lovemaking and whether you will end up pregnant again? No, is we, that fear still there now? We, we had a pregnancy scare about a week ago. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, I'm not. Um, she, uh, yeah, we haven't, we have not had a lot of sex since the second uh, baby was born, you know, for a variety well, of reasons. it's only been, it's less than six months. I had lack of sleep and, you know, I, I think it's a whole thing that women go through, uh, the post, the post, uh, I think it's Mortem. called post-porridge. Post-porridge is that what it's called? Post-porridge. Pretty sure it's called post-porridge. I don't have enough porridge. <laughs> it's so sad. No, it's postpartum. There's a lot of stuff that goes into it. And uh, anyway, maybe a handful of times since then. And and she, you're afraid. I mean, you must have fe- like it's just an amazing feeling that I'll never feel to right. be like I'm about to make love and I really, really want to, but I'm also afraid of the consequences of this because it and it could end up in another pregnancy. Oopsies. Yeah, well, apparently you're super fertile after you give birth. Which I was talking to a buddy of mine that has three. See, I feel I have two daughters. I have a friend younger than me, even he has three daughters, and they're all a year apart. And they were all accidents. All right. Well, then it's like that thing. If you do the same thing over and over right. again, it's shame, insanity. Shame on me. Shame on fool. <laughs> you're insane. Which is actually what I think they named the third daughter. Insane. <laughs> uh, so the answer to your question is yes, it's terrifying. I have. Uh, I told you I had to go buy, uh, purchase condoms for the first time in like two decades. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, cha- you're not using them. You had a pregnancy scare. Well, no. We did that time. We did not use them um, because. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I forget the reason. That's probably the reason, but uh, I don't think we're supposed to condone that here uh-huh. on, the, on the air. Uh, regardless, she said to me one day that she was craving Starburst and her breasts hurt. Oh, no. Those and are usually the, good. <laughs> and the only other two times that it happened, she claimed, was when she was pregnant. So I ran to the store and got Starburst and a pregnancy test. <laughs> um and I know what you're thinking. What Another flight? good sign. It's also a sign if you're doing really, really well in life or really, really yeah. bad in life. Yeah. And you're probably thinking, what flavor did I get? And the answer is, and I had to learn this the hard way, pregnancy tests don't come in flavors. <laughs> so and with traditional Starbursts and Supposed traditional- to lick this? I'm not tasting the rainbow. Pregnancy test. <laughs> okay, uh, so it was negative? And I went home and we had a very st- scary and stressful- Okay. Because she said to me before she took the test, I probably shouldn't say all this on that the you, air. She'd, if you, she was pregnant, you guys would... Yeah. You guys would... It would be... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you for making all the sound effects. You guys would... <laughs> Beautifully said, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Allen. Thank you. Yeah, she said... I should work at Planned Parenthood. <laughs> so do you want to... <laughs> you want to... So... Um, so anyway, so you didn't have to have that conversation, thank God, because you weren't pregnant. But if you had been, yeah, I, there's well, no way you're having another kid. Is what I, you're let's saying. just say I prepaid for an abortion online while she was <laughs> taking the test. I can't get that. You get money them at back. Costco. You get yeah. a lot of money no, off. So uh, that was a it was a scary. I mean, just a really scary, stressful. It's a type of fear that you'll ne- you know, just like you yeah. said. I couldn't experience. How fitting that these are the questions we went with in the GMA. I could never experience the joy and pride that you felt in the meeting with the launch of the station. You could never experience the fear that I was experiencing as a result of this. Yeah. Pregnancy test. It's it's something that only a a straight guy or a I guess a gay guy that had an oopsies with a female friend of his, I don't know, could experience. But regardless, it was real. The fear was real. And yeah. um, and it came back uh, negativo. I bought the uh, I bought the Mexican Thanks. pregnancy test. So uh, it was negativo, which was great. So I popped a uh, L starburst I was, in my mouth. I, I was muy alegre. I put it that way. Uh, well, so, thank yes. you. That, did that answer your question? Yes, yes, you did. Okay. I, I, I always think about whether... Because I can't decide, okay, now let's stop using contraceptives. When it happens, it happens. We literally maneuver and, and, and we plan every aspect of our child having. And I kind of feel like it's worked to our detriment. I yeah. kind of wish at, at my age I would have had kids nine or ten years ago so that they're a certain age and now I don't have to worry about them anymore. Uh, everyone always says that when they're in their, you know, whenever they have, oh, we should have done this. But except I know people that did it when they were in their, you know, early 20s. And not that they don't seem happy now, et cetera, but... They don't I, seem happy. 
Yeah. I mean, look, I just feel like <laughs> I, uh, I I like those years. I mean, we talked about it last week on the show, right? If we could relive any any couple of years, uh, or was that Monday? I, I can't yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be yeah, early 20s. Right, early 20s. We loved our early 20s. I don't think we would have had the same yeah. uh, positive uh, feelings, potentially. Yeah, my mom had me when she was in her early 20s. I don't think she's trying to relive that five years. I think your mom's math is a little bit off. What? Your mom may have had you when she was in high school. No, yeah, no, I, yeah. it was college. It was after college. Allie was a prom baby. She, no, I wasn't. Allie's a prom baby. <laughs> prom baby. was comfortable. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. In case you're thinking to yourself, wow, I've really been enjoying myself these last few hours. What am I listening to? Probably not us, but uh, thanks, yeah. for, thanks for making your way back over here. Hope you enjoyed that song. Channel Q, all new, and uh, we are Drop the Subject. That is Allie. My name's Kevin. Got just enough time for one more chat before we say goodbye to you for today. Back again tomorrow, though. We'll assign each other some new Gay Straight Movie reviews, uh, Gay Straight Movies that we will be forced to watch and review, and uh, there's been some great suggestions coming through on the socials, DTS show for Drop the Subject. Find us there on Instagram, on Twitter. You can actually see a picture up there right now of something that I was doing on the toilet this past weekend and something Allie was doing on the toilet this past weekend. Very Cliffhanger. That's very, not the answer. It, well, <laughs> take, a, take a peek and I think you'll uh, enjoy for yourself. They are, uh, they are SFW. Safe for work photos. Probably. Uh, I don't know. I went home and Katie was like, I cannot believe you posted that picture. I was oh, like, why? The one of you or the one of me? Uh, well, both. But okay. the one of me, I think, is what she mainly thought. And no, I was like, well, I honestly wasn't going to. And then when we both had a toilet experience over the weekend, it just seemed like, of course, we have to. We have to. Our lives are so different, yet <laughs> so similar. Uh-huh. Um, I know that you recently were celebrating your wife's birthday. Uh, birth oh, week. we're still celebrating. Oh, you are? Yes. I, thought, I thought you already went to Vegas. And... No, Vegas is this weekend. We oh. went to San Diego. Oh, geez. I can't keep your track. Your favorite place. I know. Yeah. Well, if you didn't do what this guy did, then clearly you don't love your wife because well, you tell me if you think this would be fun or annoying, but uh, we'll let the news anchor take away the story and we will, of course, chime in with comment. Take a listen. You've likely seen this, a massive billboard that reads, Wish My Dad Happy Birthday, and urges people to give him a call, complete with the actual phone number. Guy put a billboard up, picture of his father, and uh, his phone number saying, Call him, wish him a happy birthday, which I guess you could argue is a sweet gesture to do to someone you love or an amazing prank to do to someone that you hate. Well, yes, that's true. I think that we, of course, working for a radio station, know the importance of billboards and the effect they can have on the community. And I think that this is something that only you would do to a dad or mom. It seems like something, like when you reach a certain age, you don't really want to celebrate your birthday anymore. And you're just like, ah, don't get me anything. Ah, I don't want to party. So then, of course, it makes your kids want you to do something large and grandiose and over the top, like put your name and your phone number on a billboard. Well, Dad is Chris Ferry from Linwood and his two sons, Christopher Jr. and Michael, are behind this massive display. A passerby told us he thinks this is a great idea. A passerby? Um, How did they get an interview with him? Well, they had to book it months in advance, go through <laughs> multiple publicists, et cetera. Excuse me, passerby? I would be, I don't even like getting phone calls from relatives. I mean, I actually, it's one of the most annoying things about my birthday is knowing that I'm going to hear from my aunt that I don't talk to other than that one time a year where she calls and says, happy birthday. And then she the, wants updates on everything. Yeah, so it's it, a long conversation. It, it, right. Everything's yeah. annoying and long. And the fact of the matter is not that I don't appreciate it, but I just would like to be left alone. Like you do it right. You send a text and that's kind of the end of that. You let, let the person know you're thinking of them, but you're not going to bug them. So I, you know what I like even more? Happy birthday. Call if you'd like to chat. And that's it. Leave it at that. No obligations, no nothing. No, the but concept- they like to push it on you. We want to make you celebrate. We don't want to ask you to call me if you feel like it. It's about making you feel special. And by making you feel special, we call you and have long conversations with you. Oh. I don't call you on your birthday because it's on January 1st and I'm 100% of the time hungover. Right. but I don't want to talk on the phone to anybody. How much would you hate if List? I just gave out your number publicly and and you got calls all day from people 
And eventually someone's going to just hit you up for drugs or sex, right? That just happens eventually. You put a number out there oh, publicly. Oh, well, then now I, I would like it. Oh, okay. I think it's a beautiful gesture, and I think everyone should celebrate another's life. That's the passerby. <laughs> Fisher Wonderland. <laughs> Well, he was worth the get. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, had, to, he had to go, though. He's, uh, he's passing off now into another another city. I also think that people don't really read these billboards very much. So if you just see a picture with a white guy's face on it and a phone number attached, you're like, oh, an injury attorney. Or so like, he, might get calls, they, he might get calls that are not birthday related at all. I also thought it was like a... The guy's a little bit bigger in the face. I thought it was like a, a, lap, lap, band? a lap band before <laughs> Billboard. I just assumed. Um, any way they can. I hope he gets many, many happy birthdays. And uh, this will be a, a day for him to remember. Are we back to Passerby? Uh, that guy did not misspeak. There's a typo on the Billboard. They did write happy birthday. So birthday. Nice. Uh, Fs are cheaper on Billboards. Than <laughs> well, well, we talked to Ferry himself today, the dad. He says he's been getting a call or a text almost every minute. It's crazy. Well, I'm averaging I would be... I am not roaming. This is my idea. <laughs> I can't wait until he gets the data for this. his real birthday gift that arrives you know, next month when he gets a bill of like yeah. $8,000 because he recently changed to that senior plan that only covers nine. <laughs> 911 calls. Right. Text a minute. Um, I'm getting, here you go, you can hear it there. I'm getting um, phone calls, maybe 25 an hour, even more. Oh, well, this God. is why they did it, because they want to watch and be like, oh, no, here's another, oh, God. I just How could, do I check a text message? I couldn't imagine a person in my life that I could do this for that would think this was a good thing. But it's a, it's a great, once again, a fantastic prank. I would like it if we went beyond the billboard. I would like the. I would pay to have a news anchor read "Happy Birthday" to somebody that I know and love, and then put their phone number up on the screen, like a breaking news story. How you much know, would that be? I uh, don't think they're allowed to break break news that's not actual news with a "Happy Birthday" greeting. Well, I don't what think if you I could pay them? No, I still don't think they could do that. I've heard from Nepal, uh, Nairobi, Kenya, the Philippines, uh, Canada. <laughs> Bahamas. Those are probably just standard. Getting long those are probably just standard junk calls. Anyway, ninety percent of the calls I right. get, I'm like, oh, I know someone in the Philippines, cool. and it's, it's always like some, you know, it's a scam or a robot. I can't uh, believe Puerto this Rico. Nigerian prince wished me a happy birthday and gave me two million dollars <laughs> that I need to claim. The rest you name it, uh, Luxembourg, Germany. So uh, my son has one hundred forty-seven thousand followers on social media. Mm-hmm. It's so it's much more than the billboard on a black horse pike. Barry turns sixty-two next week on March sixteenth, and we want to also say happy birthday. Guess how that's going to end, Allie? <laughs> birthday. Let's find out. Birthday, Chris. There we- uh, you got close enough. All right, that's our time for today. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate you. You can find us uh, for the next 22 hours until we're back together again right here on Channel Q. On our socials, your Allie Johnson for Allie stuff, me at Kevin Klein, us together at DTS Show, and of course, all things this radio station has at We Are Channel Q. Thanks for giving us a listen. Download the uh, app, radio.com. Give the station a favorite. Uh, let people know if you're listening to the show you can find the podcast as well until tomorrow where we'll be on at the same gay time same gay station we say to you uh bye curious